can we all agree now to just stop showing kids Shakespeare in school? Like, for the love of God, why? I know you remember. I know you remember those classes, learning the Shakespeare, oh, Romeo, Romeo, where art thou, Romeo? It was the most overdone, useless sort of learning I've ever done in my life. Like, we already know English. Why is this now one of the hardest classes we have to learn? It just doesn't make any sense. And one time learning about Shakespeare, it really stuck out more than others. Average Tuesday, teacher was wearing blonde hair, so they had coffee on the table, and we were going up and down as kids in the class because it was movie day. You see, most of the year we have to listen to our teacher basically going from lecturing us to really, really lecturing us and like yelling at us because we're just being ungrateful kids. But Today is one of those rare days where the teacher talks for a bit and just puts on a movie for us to watch. And what was that movie? Romeo and Juliet? I mean, come on. What greater way to learn Shakespeare? A whole chapter about theater and plays and stage performances, like the modern day movies of that time, right? What better way to learn about it than from watching a reenactment in a movie. Genius, beautiful, absolutely, impeccably stunning. So going through it, you know, you're watching these people play it out. And one of the things that we noticed was, um, you know, it was kids playing Romeo and kids playing Juliet, which makes sense because, you know, in the story, they are, you know, young members of their family, virgins looking for their person to wed with and one of the scenes just stuck in my head so vividly or somewhat vividly because let's be real who really remembers Romeo and Juliet the Capulets the Montagues they hate each other come on we, we, we don't really know the actual nitties and gritties but one scene really stuck into me um it was a scene where I'm assuming Romeo and Juliet just had sex um and the thing that stuck out to me is that these 14-year-old actors not only were in a bed together, right? And I don't know if they're 14, but they looked like they're 14, okay? These 14-year-old actors were not only in a bed together, um, but as they were moving and talking, the sheet over Juliet's breasts um moved and we could see her bare breasts and nipples and you know i'm all for free the nipple campaign i'm all for you know empowerment if that's how we as a society want to move cancel the bras um you know nipples are the same i'm, I'm all for it but i was just shocked that not only were we looking at nudity in school um but it's child nudity 14 year old nudity and I don't, I was looking, looking right around, I'm like, is everyone just like, are we just all like acknowledging that uh, this is happening? And nothing, no outrage, no nothing. No one really talked about it. It's like, oh, cool, titty, whatever. It was no big deal. But I feel like as I get older and older and older, I start less to think about the movie, but I start to think more about the production of the movie. You see, even though the kid in the movie was just playing Juliet, I mean, that's someone's daughter. That's someone's parent that signed off on it. And 
the production staff thought it was so important and vital to the story and to make it authentic that not only do these kids have to be in bed together, but I mean, the girl got to show a little nipple to make it realistic, right? I mean, we don't even look for this type of realism in our TV dramas, let alone like a reenactment play of Shakespeare. It just it just seems to be excessive. In our culture, it seems that there is so much pervasive ways that we basically almost celebrate, if you will, the exploitation of young women. I mean, it seems like a bunch of these movies have like high schoolers being played by 20 year olds. Uh, you know, think about Spider-Man, think about all these other stories, think about Hogwarts and everything. Uh, you know, we tell stories with kids in high school and some of those stories are a little bit more explicit than others. I mean, wasn't Sailor Moon about some high school kids as well? Like <clears throat> it's all through through our uh, culture and it's all so normalized that I think we inherently sometimes forget that there are actually actors playing these roles. I mean, it just literally came out where Megan Fox was complaining or talking about how um, the director, you know, the guy that likes explosions, Michael Bay, um, he had her at 16, like dancing in a club and like a very uh, revealing outfit, a club that she couldn't even get into. And it just, we're so normalized to the exploitation of younger females in movies and shows that we don't even necessarily even notice it until cuties. I mean, if you haven't heard about this movie or if you heard anything about this movie, the only thing that you heard about it is this. Someone's trying to get rich off of children pedophilia, okay? Because the trailers for this movie, the poster for this movie, the marketing for this movie is absolutely wild. So wild. And this movie, if you haven't heard, basically it's, you know, these 10, 11 year old girls who, <clears throat> girl is the main character. Um, She's trying to come in terms with, you know, being an adult and what that means. And she sees something in her household. Um, it really upsets her. You know, basically her dad wants to get a second wife. She's kind of confused. So to express her freedom, she goes through and finds it through sexuality. She joins a twerk team. And that's like the premise of the movie. Now, joining a twerk team. I mean, we've seen this in Step Up like a thousand times. Um we haven't seen it with the 10 or 11 year old girls. And originally this movie actually won an award. You know, uh, I believe it was a smaller film. Um, I think the ladies from Congolese or, you know, from a different country. I forget which country it is. But uh, she wanted to tell a tale about herself as a female um, person who made this uh, masterpiece, if you will, I guess. Um, and yeah she she wanted to tell a story about herself and about female exploitation um and originally the, there was nothing like this it was the french word for cuties i think it's like meganome I, I don't speak french really um but yeah it wasn't necessarily didn't get all this backlash until netflix 
went through this insane marketing campaign of just literally promoting it as like this sexual um, exploitation of children. Like literally they just said, this is the closest thing we have to toddlers and tiaras and let's put it on the big screen and like this is how we'll get people on it let's show these girls in their dancing outfits which are very skimpy two pieces i think the most interesting phenomenon that's happening with this movie um and i haven't watched it you know for me like this isn't this this i just haven't watched it right but i think the most interesting thing about um this movie is this in 1964 a guy, a guy named marshall McLuhan came out with this theory in his book the theory is the medium is the message. And essentially, to summarize it in short, it means that the nature of the medium or the channel through which a message is transmitted is more important than the meaning or the content of the message. So, for instance, it doesn't matter what you watched in Tenants, the most important thing that was being conveyed in it was actually the film being shown itself. It was the movie this itself, right? And when we look at our culture, we see this play out in so many different ways. Twitter, the most impactful thing that Twitter has done is not the headlines that you're reading, but it's the Twitter feed itself. It's how it's anchoring your brain. LinkedIn, it's not the actual job post that's so important, but it's the platform on which those job posts are put on. You see, the most impactful thing is LinkedIn turning you into a more professional online presence. It's, it's giving you more social awareness about how you come up professionally online. It's making you think about what are my best skills and how do I convince employers on my profile? You see, the medium is the message. You know, one of the most craziest things is when you think about, you know, the person you are on Tinder versus the person you are on LinkedIn. And let me tell you one thing. It may be the same person, but it's two separately different parties. You see, the medium is the message. And when you look at something like cuties, I think the biggest thing, the most impactful thing is not the conversation about whether this is a pedophile movie or whether this is a movie that's, you know, about child exploitation. The most impactful thing is that it doesn't matter the content of the movie at all or what's actually in it, but the title is the message. The headline is the message. The trailer is the message and the cover art is the message. You see, people aren't even mad about the movie because they haven't watched the movie. Most of these reviewers I watched on YouTube haven't even literally watched the movie. They just saw a bunch of 
clips from it, a bunch of trailers from it, and made up their own opinion. Or they watched 10 or 15 minutes of it, and they said, yep, that's enough, and made their own opinion. But how can you judge a movie off of 15 minutes? I mean, if you left Tenet after 30 minutes to all those people who watched Christopher Nolan's Tenet, you'd have said it's the worst movie in the world. Like, hands up straight down. But you're going to watch 15 minutes of a movie and make up your mind that it's a pedophile movie when literally the goal of it is to bring child exploitation to the forefront. And I thought that was the most interesting thing because... The goal of the movie and what it was perceived as were literally, they couldn't be in more opposite sides than ever. Like, here's a girl who doesn't seem like she wants to exploit children, but she seems like she wants to bring the, the normalization of exploiting children to the main conversation. And the execution of that, especially on Netflix's part of putting up, you know, the cuties and the trailers that look like, you know, it's basically child exploitation, literally made the movie into the enemy it was trying to destroy. It's the classic Star Wars tale of the good guy falling in into the dark side. We live in a world of headline news where people form their opinions about an article from the title of that article. And if we can just acknowledge that sometimes we need to look deeper than just the medium, maybe we can get into a place where we're not confused on what the message is. As investors, it's very important for us to understand that everything matters. You see, we're, we're moving into the world where like, as you can see in the stock market, a lot of times there's just some, a lot of discontinuity. I butchered that word completely. The biggest example is when Zoom was exploding, everything was excited about Zoom. All of a sudden, a ticker that looked like it was referring to the Zoom company started exploding even though that company was not even Zoom itself. You see, the ticker became the company, even though the company's value had nothing to do with it. You look at the example like Hertz, headlines of this company blowing up in value when it's literally filing for bankruptcy. All of a sudden, the hype became the actual company instead of you know, the company's actual financials. How does the company go up over 20, 30, 40, 50% when it's filing for bankruptcy? I'm sorry, that makes no sense. And in a world where it's normalized now, like you've been on TikTok, you've seen the 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 videos of like um literally like 10, 11, 12, 15 year old girls like dancing to to Savage and Cardi B and doing the next TikTok dance, which is a, some form of twerking. All of this stuff is being normalized. Literal people in grade six are learning that if they want to basically explode on these platforms, then they got to be willing to exploit themselves sexually. And where nobody is really talking about this on the mainstream level. And when a movie 
butchers its way into trying to talk about this um, subject, it gets destroyed. I think when it comes to investing, I think this trend of the medium being the message is not going to revert, but it's only going to get worse. And as we live in a society full of quick information where we don't have time to learn all the facts, I think headlines, platforms, and literally the content machines like Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok are going to be more important than ever. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Have you saw cuties? What do you think? Do you think this is Harvey Weinstein or Jeffrey Epstein's dream? Do you think this is their fantasy on TV? Or do you think that it is actually a decent movie and everyone's overreacting? Let me know. I am at Fly Stu on Twitter and we have to take off.